Hello, welcome to Closed Door Conversations Podcast. I'm your host, Mill Ivory. If you're looking for a non-judgmental, open and honest conversation about any and all things that are usually discussed behind closed doors, you're in the right place. Hello, CDC fam. So you guys know that I usually try to bring you well-rounded conversations. So today, I have a lovely, 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 lovely couple with me today. Um, they say that they married into crazy, but um, I'm going to let y'all be the judge of it. I know we're not going to get all that out today, but I have Snooks and Lovely here today, and they do have a podcast, Married Into Crazy. It's freaking awesome. Y'all need to check them out. I'm not even married, and I be listening, so I'm telling y'all. Y'all go on over there and check them out. But I'm going to let them introduce y'allself to the Closed Door Conversation family. Okay, so I'm um, Snooks and I'm Lovey and we are Married Into Crazy. Um, That's our podcast. And uh, let's see, we've been married for almost 26 years. Yeah, so it's crazy. The word crazy keeps coming up, but we have the podcast, um, which is actually stemmed off and we now do marriage coaching as well, more couple-to-couple coaching. We do some that. individual stuff as well for premarital couples or right. individuals seeking. Um, so there's a lot of things that we do, but it's always under the moniker of married into crazy. But crazy is not like crazy, like 5150 crazy though, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Life is crazy, though. So it just depends on how far you want to categorize crazy, right? <laughs> so, That's guys... True. Y'all heard them say that they do marriage counseling. So y'all know that um, I'm definitely going to have their links linked. Um, They also do individuals for people like me. But yeah, I probably be a little aggravating one that I'm going to just be there. I'm going to (laughs) just ask questions because I think they professional enough to tell me. So God has blessed me on this platform to get some sex experts and some other people that I be (sighs) have good relationships with. Now I be emailing them. What you think about this? So, yeah. I know that's right. What about that toy? What was that one you were talking about? I actually sell toys. Do you really? Okay. okay. I do. I'm gonna have to bless y'all with something. Y'all okay. do toy play before we get into it because with closed door, we don't have no secrets. So if y'all do toy play, let me know. Uh, and let me married almost 26 years. You have to, yeah. Y'all it, keep it, it can't be vanilla. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. So they already told y'all how long they've been married. So I want you, because some people do not believe in this form of dating, the way that you guys met. Tell, tell, tell the CDC fam how y'all met. So we met, it was, um, Levy likes to say it was a blind date. It really wasn't a date. It was, um, we were, we were bamboozled. I'd say, Yeah. We were tricked into meeting each other. Yeah, I had, um, there's a lady that I met, I mean, I, I met, I work with, and um, she told me that there was a guy that she thought I will, I should meet, and I was like, mm, okay, no thank you, because I just, Cause I wasn't in it. I, I was really, really good, too. She Trust was living me. her best life, doing People her thing. People don't understand that. They think because you're single, you're lonely. Single does not equal lonely, right. baby. No. Single sometimes just equal loving me and doing mm-hmm. me and living my best life. Right. And that's the space that I was in. I My previous relationship before Lovey, it was not a good relationship. Um, and so, you know, like you said, <laughs> oh, it was... I'm sorry uh, to interrupt you. I was just laughing because the, the story... Guys, y'all have listened to their podcast. I'm laughing because I know about the story with the toxic kicks. So go ahead. Go ahead. So, you know, 
they she was like um there's this guy blah 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 and and she kept she was very persistent about us meeting and i was like no thank you and she gave me his phone number and we like, say persistent? wanted me to call i was like first of all i'm i'm still kind of i got some old-fashionedness in me you know I'm like, if he want to talk to me, he, he need to, to call, call you. See, I wasn't in it, but right. I absolutely. I I not don't kind of have no old fashioned in me. I'm definitely old fashioned <laughs> like that. Like people don't expect people my age. I'm 45, but people don't expect people my age to still be that way. I'm very old school. You have to yeah. pursue me. That's probably why I'm single. Thank you. Dudes don't no, be trying to do the work no more. They, they don't. Thank you. Honey, they want to wear lazy. the pants. They want to wear the pants. They, but with the, they want you to wear the drawers. No, give me the panties. <laughs> You take the drawers and the pants, but go ahead. Okay, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, so it it went both ways. Oh, because just as she was giving, she was being given my phone number. I was being given her phone number as well, because the person she worked with was best friends with my mother, and so this, so that was like it was like my auntie. You know how you have that auntie, right? That was like your, you know, your your mom. They're so close to the family, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is like my auntie, and so. She kept hitting me up saying, hey, there's this woman, this is young lady I, I work with. And I was a single parent at the time. And I was like, I'm not feeling that. I'm not trying because my previous relationship also trash. So I, I wasn't toxic. trying to deal with trash. that. <laughs> trash. So but so but hence the fact that I was a single parent. I had custody of, of our son since he was two and a half months. Mm. And so I was going to school. I was working. You know, trying to be a, a single parent, trying to figure it out. I just got the military. So every time she passed me the number, it was like two or three times. It went straight to the garbage because I was like, I, I don't got time, you got for, time for that. Mm-mm. And it's so funny, too, because that's one thing that I always kind of leave out as far as like um, I had deal breakers. You know, everyone has their own deal breakers. Well, at that time, I'm in my 20s. Um, I have family that had kids in in previous relationships and there was always some mama drama baby mama drama or baby daddy drama and so my my deal breaker was I don't date people with kids because I don't have time for to be no stepmom from the ex exact well even not even to be stepmom it's just there's always an issue with the with the ex-girlfriend or if the she's ex-boyfriend Correct. coming into. So I was like, you know what? I, let's just alleviate all that. If he got kids, uh, no, thank you. That was that was strike two. No, I, I'm good, you know, but um, it didn't actually happen. Obviously, it didn't happen that way. So um, like Christmas, game. that's not why. No, because Christmas what God game. has for you is for you. Exactly. <laughs> that's why. Don't don't say game. <laughs> who first though who called who first <laughs> well so we met at the party because um i didn't know he was going to be there and when we met i i didn't like him um it was not for me it was not an attraction it was not love at first it was nothing i was just like i cannot believe that they tried to fix me up with him you know when i saw her it was at her christmas party and i was i was escorting my auntie because it was a setup because her son was supposed to take her. Up. He was supposed to drive up from Fresno, but he didn't. And anyway, so I go and take her. And she's like, oh, by the way, Rana's going to be there. And I'm like, who's that? She's like, the young lady I was telling you about. I'm like, cool. Look, I'm that guy that if you put me in a room by myself, I will talk to my shadow for three hours. He's oh, not lying man. on that either. He, he, Levy can talk, talk to anybody. I don't care. Levy can talk. And that I was thought the it was just the show because I ain't never been put in a room <laughs> with you before. <laughs> 
but but when I saw she walked up and I all I saw was boobs and teeth. Okay, so he likes to say boobs like I was just had scantily clad. I was not. I was in a cocktail dress. It was a strapless, but my boobs were not out. So he like he so he was looking. That. He was yeah. looking. He was. Oh, I was, was definitely <laughs> looking. But I was in that. Remember, I was in that zone of like, no, nah, I'm not feeling this. I'm not trying to talk to nobody. Right. I, I was, you know, I was on a college campus. I was at work. I was doing my thing, and there were plenty of opportunities to meet and talk to people. But I just, I wasn't in that zone. But when she walked up, she said it took her a minute. But from, I, I mean, as soon as I saw her, I was. Are like, you okay. a teeth person? Yes, her though. Ooh, that's a good. No one's ever asked me that. A teeth teeth person. Yeah. When I said teeth I and am. boobs, because and, and see, because most men are ass men, they gonna see an ass first. And so the fact that he noticed the teeth may make me feel like he's a teeth person. Cause you know, like with women, like we may look at, like I'm a lips and hands person. So it's, I like a man to be a hard worker, but I also like your hands clean. If right. that makes sense. Like that's no, a turn that off makes for a me. lot of sense. Yeah. So that's why I'm wondering. So love you. Cause, no, I- Cause her grill wasn't jacked up. Look. <laughs> so you're a teeth person and didn't even know it. I'm a smile person. Cause look, here's, here's something. Well, I mean, I guess back then we're talking what, 26, 27 years ago, mm-hmm. not everybody had money to go out and get veneers and fix your teeth or whatever. So most folks that I've been around, you know, who we ran with, it was like, what you got is what you got. <laughs> so there was, you know what I mean? So like nowadays, you know, you might have your teeth fixed. You don't never know what they got. Go ahead and came through for so some <laughs> of them. They needed it. Jesus. They oh, needed right. it. And, and so anyway, so, it was the, she had a beautiful smile and I, and I believe they say that the eyes are the soul, you know, what is it? The window to the soul to for the me, soul. you know, how a person smiles, she has a very genuine, beautiful smile. And when she smiles, she beams and brightens up the room. And so when she smiled, even though she wasn't attracted to me at first, she smiled and I was just like, okay, I see you. No, you was like, oh, people say you were smitten. Yeah, I was a little more. No, don't forget about the booth. You know what, CDC? Now, y'all often know that we do video, even though y'all don't get to see that. Sorry. But it is the sweetest thing. Like, Snooks, you're just staring at Lovey. Like, who? See, go need to see me a husband. Because I, 26 years later, and you still looking at your man like, who, babe? (laughs) That's what the fuck's up. (laughs) That came with work. That came with work. But it don't matter. It came. Right. And we're here. Right. And we're and we're here, so and we're here. Stop bringing up old stuff. No. <laughs> Listen, if all so, this time she ain't looking at you like that, it's a problem. But go oh, ahead. Blessed. Blessed. <laughs> so we, like he, Lovey said, um, we met that. So we met that night. Um, I I just thought that when the night was over, we were going to go our separate ways. And it's so funny because everything that I think about how it happened and how it transpired that was nothing but God in the first place, because we, after the party was over, we both were sitting down at the table and people were leaving and we were just kind of sitting there. Like we didn't know how to leave or it was just really kind of weird when you think back on it. So uh, his aunt, she was like, she looked at us and she said, did you guys exchange numbers? We said, no, (laughs) she said, exchange numbers. Like she told us what to do. Right. So I gave him my business card. He gave me his business card and we went about our way. And so when that was on Saturday, he called me on Wednesday. So he called first. Yes, he did. I did. But before I called, I actually went home late that night. I called my cousin who's from South Carolina. Mm -hmm. And I told him like, hey, 
I found the one. And it's funny because his response was the same response that my sisters gave me. Oh, you found the one again. (laughs) And so he was trying to clown me, but I was like, no, seriously, this, I'm going to marry this girl. And then they say they, but so did y'all, cause neither one of you didn't say that. So did you guys actually have a conversation at the party? Um, we talked, lovey talked more than I did. Um, Um, but we, we did talk, but he's Lovey's a natural um talker. I'm a I know, you know, yeah, he yeah, he's a he's a people person okay. where I'm more like in the background, kind of like, oh, okay, uh-huh, you know, and, and that's why that works because he'll look at you and automatically I already know, like, oh yeah, I know what's up. Let me just because she ain't gonna say nothing. Like <laughs> and, exactly. And so you and know, exactly. I engage the entire table. So I was talking to her, her best friend. Um, some other people that she worked with that were at the table, of course, my auntie. Oh, you met so, everybody at one night. So I was just, so I was just talking to everybody. You know, it's just that's just naturally what I do. I like to get yeah. to know people. Uh, I'm what you call a connector. I like to connect folks. And, and he so, said that at that night too. He goes, I, I, I ask a lot of questions. You know, blah blah blah. And I was like, okay. So I'm thinking, don't be trying to get all in my business. But you know, that was just something in my head at the time. So he called Wednesday. Um, and we talked on the phone and I was like, you know what, he, he's nice because this is a different conversation from when we were at the Christmas table with everybody there. It was just he and I Because he phone. already knew. So this was probably targeted conversation. I I, I think so. It was very good strategy. <laughs> Love you. Yeah, but you over here just spent, <laughs> now spilling all my game. I'm like, wait, yes, it was targeted, but. <laughs> oh, I'm tell. Oh, my bad. Oh. No, 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 you good. See, I appreciate it. But see, she didn't mention that because I talked so much, she was getting up and telling her friends no, I was at, not. I told at one party person, no. that I was a nerd and she doesn't know that. why they thought we were supposed to I be I didn't together. say that, but I didn't say that at the party. <laughs> I said that when my cousins were like, oh, how was it? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I do not know why they thought that he and I should be together. I was like, he is a nerd. And there's like, what? Blah, blah, blah. He's not, is he? And I was like, yes, he's nerdy. So he's not my type. I just. Why did you think he was a nerd? What was he talking about to make you think that? It wasn't that what he was talking about. It was what I was usually attracted to. My, I like a cool brother. You got to have some swag. I just love the coolness, you know. Ooh, that was my downfall, you know. I get that. But But then you had to get to know him. To realize exactly. that he can get exactly. down to see that's what see that's what I like I like that man that looks put together on the outside but when we together I see a whole nother thugged out part of him <laughs> that the rest of the world don't see don't you know see. what I'm saying like we be getting thug passion over here like you don't even know how it's popping and that, and that is exactly exactly how what happened so we talked on the phone that Wednesday um he and then we talked again on I think Thursday or Friday. But he invited me to come to his grandma, his grandparents' 50th anniversary. So I was like, okay, let me go and see if there's, you know, if I feel differently, you know, maybe attraction wise or whatever. So that Saturday, we went um, to his uh, grandparents' uh, 50th anniversary with his whole family. And it was so funny. Turns out that a lot of, there were some of my family members there also because some of my family members grew up with his family and really closely um, connected. So we were like, wait, are we cousins? Are we related? Oh, you we know? Were tripping. Yeah. Cause, cause her cousin 
was my grandmother's best friend mm -hmm. who I didn't find out till I was ugh, in my 20s that she wasn't, she wasn't my blood really auntie. Blood. Yeah. I really thought it was she was fan. But anyway, I mean, she was so close to the family. Yeah, you know how we roll. So <laughs> so let's let's fast forward. Yeah, because she's going to tell it all. Yeah. So, yeah, not to not to rush along, but you guys kind of know how it works. So. That story is so very interesting. First, I just wanted people to get a glimpse into that before we get into everything else. So basically. Did y'all have to like go through seasons in your relationship? Because I feel like, mm -hmm. I feel like with you guys that y'all grew together. What's the age difference? We're the same age. Two months and five days difference. She's my cougar. <laughs> I'm two months older than him. <laughs> Look me. Okay. But <laughs> when y'all met, do y'all feel like is a different couple now than it was before? Did y'all grow together? Or did y'all have to, because some people feel like they have to grow individually in order to have a successful marriage. We had to grow immensely because we met, I mean, we're same age, all that, but I don't care what anybody says. Men and women, we're not the same mature not the same. That's and and that's why I'm leading with this question. Thank you for for bringing it out, Lovey. Because I think some it's so crazy because you get some young guys that's super mature based on their circumstances and the things that they have to go through in life. Mm -hmm. And so when you automatically meet them, you thinking you are not the average 24 year old. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But then, unfortunately, I hate to say this, you meet a 25 year old, like my son that's bald and still call his mama for everything. Like, ain't no mama gonna want you. I keep telling him that. Like, <laughs> well, no, he's where he a man. <laughs> but, you know? but it's true. But I like what you said, though. You said it based on the circumstances. And I think the way that people are brought up, it just depends on what you've been exposed to in life. Mm -hmm. And there's many individuals, even though I was in the military and I, I traveled the world and come back, there were still some areas. I was very mature and very responsible. I've been on my own since my junior year in high school. So at the end of my junior year, I moved out. My my boys and I, we had a house that, you know, what, somebody's mom had to go away for a little while. And so we stayed in the house and paid the bills and did all that my senior year in high school. Yeah, was, was being the party grown, house. though. Y'all was being grown. Did you move out because you had to move out or you wanted to be grown? Let's just say that my mother uh, enthusiastically supported me moving on to somebody else's house. Oh, and so okay. when I got there, she was good. Have been I mean, bad as hell. Look, let's just say, but it was only like, so I went to one anyway, long story, but ultimately ended up five houses down from where my mother lived. And she was calling the police on us all the time uh, for our parties and stuff. But because of that, in certain areas, responsibility when it comes to finances, things like that. I grew up, but when it came to later on, we had challenges. We went through a lot. What we didn't get a chance to tell you was that we got engaged four months after we met each other on that blind bamboozle, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I seen that. We well, got engaged yeah, on your show. Yeah. And her ex that was giving her all kinds of, of <laughs> all kinds of shadiness. He ended up forcing his way into her home, attacking her. I ended up getting stabbed through my heart. So I had to have two open heart surgeries because he stabbed me through the heart. First, oh. one, first procedure was to save my life. Second one was they realized it went all the way through. So we had to deal with that and all kinds of people boy tried to boycott our wedding because they thought it was a love triangle, all kinds of, it was craziness. So but, 
live how did you see i i i be wanting details now i heard y'all tell this story on y'all podcast but i'm having questions like what made him do that is he that toxic was he still in love were you still in communication with him like i need to know all of this snooks i need to know all of it <laughs> like okay why he <clears throat> feel like it was okay and how he knew your business like how so, he knew you was dating somebody else <laughs> <laughs> so when we when we broke up um i I lived some, I moved out cause we were living together. He and I, but I moved out and he would try to come around a little bit, but initially he would like call. It was almost like putting out feelers. Like, um, so there's this girl, I'm gonna tell you what he said. So, you know, there's this girl that I've been seeing, blah, blah, blah. And she really trying to get serious. So, but you know, I'm trying to hold off and wait for you. I was like, I already told you I'm not coming back. So go have fun. Do you, you know, enjoy your relationship. So you were still in conversation with him. Cause he would call. Yes. Yeah. He would have been blocked. Did did Lovey know that though? Yeah, he did. Okay. See, I didn't have, back then I didn't have no cell phone at that time. We didn't have cell phones. He would call me at my job. (laughs) He called me at work. He used to beat you. You On on my house phone. You had so, a beep, but he used to beep you. No, <laughs> I didn't even have that. I didn't. My first cell phone was what? We were married. Yeah, we were married. I mean, I think what cell phones? I don't know, but I I didn't have a cell phone. My first my first cell phone came from when Lovey and I were married. He bought he bought us some cell phones. But the, she wasn't communication. She but, did tell me up front. She said, "Look, I got this crazy ex." And- yeah. Well, okay. So he knew where I stayed at, and he would try to pop up over there. So he started basically kind of harassing me, not for for the first couple of months. He'd show up or he'd call and then he'd be gone for like a few months. Then he'd call again. That's why I said he's trying to put out feelers to like see where I was at. And I'm like, dude, we already told you, don't bother me. I'm not coming back, blah, 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 whatever. So he started seeing this car. I guess he was. Well, I won't say I guess now I know he was he was driving by the house. So he started seeing this car. My cousin lived with me. He stopped by the house when I wasn't home. And he was like, oh, yeah, I saw a car, blah, blah, blah. So and bless her heart, because she's like, oh, she moved on, you know, kind of in the sense, basically telling him the business like, oh, she got another boyfriend. She moved on, yada, 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 whatever. Okay, so snoops, stop right there. Because. I want to know all of this, but I know we're on a limited time frame as far mm-hmm. as the CDC fam. So I kind of want to put this out there. So basically, I know you explained the relationship was toxic. And so what I want, I want my audience to see as a couple to kind of give them you how you guys were able to get through over and through that. And then I also was talking to them about the importance. I just put out a podcast about the importance of transparency. So from a couple standpoint, the fact that the reason why I was asking is what did he know about that? Mm -hmm. How transparent were you guys in the, let me just be honest. I really didn't want to stop you because I'm nosy. I be wanting to know all of it, especially because of this reason. (laughs) I be listening to y'all podcasts and y'all know we only have a little bit of time. I'm going to catch y'all on the back line and talk about all that. But when you guys first got together, how transparent were you with each other about everything that was going on? Because I know that Lovey say he knew already, but a lot of men aren't 
women are usually more open than men are when it comes to relationships and building relationships. So because y'all were engaged soon, like really soon, how open and transparent were you guys with each other? I feel like we are very open and very transparent, um, especially in that situation. Prior to our getting engaged, I tried to break up with them because once my ex found out that I was seeing someone, he was trying to make his presence felt. And I was like, you know what? I, I don't want any type of mess to go on. I'm, I'm not about drama. So if something would go down, I that would make me feel bad, obviously. And, I was, and so I told Lovey, I was like, look, I think we should break up because Duke keeps coming around. He keeps bothering me, blah, 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 whatever. I don't ever want there to be any situation to where there's any type of altercation. And so Lovey said, he's like, um, so do you love him? Do you still have feelings for him? Do you care? I was like, no, you know, I don't. I just don't. I'm not about this drama. So I want him to go away. And I want us to be together. But if I feel like there's going to be something, then I don't want to, you know, continue this relationship. He's like, so here's here's the deal. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Tell him. I'm still here, y'all. <laughs> I want to know what you said, because, see, I'm going to tell you what it's going to do for me, whether your response is. And then I'm going to bring it out to my CDC fam. So what was your response to that? So what I basically told her was like, look, as long as you're handling your business, and doing what you need to do, I'll stay out of it. But if I, if it ever looks shady, if it ever looked like something just didn't feel right to me, then, you know, uh, okay, then I'll move on. But if she told me that she had, she did not love him, that she loved me, and that this dude was coming around. I know what it's like to be or have somebody around you that that's, that's sticking like flypaper, even though you don't want them around. Mm -hmm. That's not on you. That's on them. But if I, if I felt like she was telling her business, I wouldn't sit there. I wouldn't flex. I wouldn't get involved. There were a couple of times I was at the house. And Duke came and knocked on the door and was trying to get through the storm door, not trying to get through, but knocking on it. She handled it. She told him, you got to go. You, there's no place for you over here. There's nothing for you here. Do not come back around. So I stayed on the couch like, okay, she handled her business. You were just waiting that on something it. to pop out. Did did he make you, but Snooks, did, did Lovey make you feel protected in the situation? As far as like with the, the did, did he make you feel like he had your back? Like oh, if yeah. something pop off, then I know if it's something I can't handle as a woman, mm -hmm. this because I'm 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 aware that this was in the beginning, that he automatically make you feel that protection. I felt that I felt the protection of not like I've, I I'd never felt like I needed his bodily protection. Mm -hmm. I felt the protection of my heart. Right. I didn't feel like he would use and hold that against me about how my the ex is acting crazy. So that's where the protection part came in. I felt like we had good trust. I felt like our communication was good. So with me being honest and open and him being receptive to what was, he you know, he, didn't be, he wasn't like, girl, right, girl, you tripping. Cause if you think it I'm was... gonna sit up here and blah, blah, blah. It's so awesome that you say that because when people say protect, they do. When I tell people that I, I need to feel that a man protects me, I mean, physically, not only physically, but emotionally. Yes. And so what people don't understand, if you don't feel loved and protected and supported emotionally, you're mm -hmm. not going to feel comfortable physically, especially That's if you're right. a strong woman. And That's like I right. tell people all the time, not just a strong woman, because I'm prejudiced. I'm a black woman. So That's if you're right. a strong black woman, you need mm -hmm. to add 10 times 
of what it would be for any other woman that's not a minority. You know, you're right. So in order for him to be man enough to allow you to handle that, he was giving you your space. And to me, it's the protect for me. He was protecting your heart because Mm -hmm. he didn't want you to feel torn. Right. And in hindsight, do you see that? Oh, I've always said I, I've seen I've it always, then. I saw Did it. Did that change then. your feelings for him then, though? Because like, he already knew what he wanted. He said it. Oh no, no, no. So by this time, okay. So I said, you know, initially I wasn't. Shut up. I said initially <laughs> I wasn't attracted, right? But I didn't get to say. Eight days later, so we met December sixteenth. Three days after my December fourteenth. <laughs> Was it the 16th or 17th? We met on December 16th. Okay, so December 16th, we met. By December 24th, I was like, I'm finna marry him. By Christmas, Christmas you Eve was already when ready. We really connected. Right. I was ready. I, I promise you, I remember leaving my friend's house and I said, if he asked me to marry him right now, I would marry him. So oh. I was already in. I was That's already sweet. in at that time. All the, at, at that time, I was in. So How yeah. hard was he? Oh, excuse me. I just had a latte. <laughs> I'm so ratchet. I went to the gym and then I went to Starbucks. <laughs> so, Lovey, how hard was it for you, though, as a man to be like, you know what? I'm going to step back and let her handle this. It wasn't hard at all. I mean, you got to recognize that even though um, <laughs> I'm a black man, I'm a black man that was raised by a black woman. Um, my, my mother was a strong, independent, fierce woman. And so were my aunties. I got two very strong, independent sisters. So I, I know what it looks like when somebody's handling their business. And Snooks was doing that from jump. That's a different now, if she was shady, though. like, oh, but we weren't. It is. It, it depends. That's, that's like, again, very your exposure. Im- but that's very important that you were comfortable enough and confident enough in her or in a, a woman, period. To know that you've have because you've seen an example of women handling their business. See, a lot of men hadn't seen that. A lot of men feel like they are less. I'll be less than a man if I allow meet her to take care of this, or if I didn't step in and handle it. But for me, especially because I'm I'm a strong, independent woman, I feel like I need you to trust me and my judgment enough to know that if I need you. I know that you're here I will supporting call you. me. Right, exactly. Right. exactly. But, you, but see, the, the thing that we haven't gotten into yet is that that same independence that I love, a lot of times your superpower can also end up being your weakness. Let's talk about and it. Oh my God, we haven't got there yet, but definitely. Yeah, I see that. The thing that I loved about her, her independence, her, her being a strong woman that, you know, that I could actually look to and know that, okay, you know, if we have daughters, I want you to raise them because I, I want them to be just like you if you have somebody like that also recognize that down the road strong independent individuals have a tendency to not or have difficulties becoming a a um a, a sub- partner submitting a submissive a partner you, listen submissive i was submissive in a 12 year relationship. relationship and i can completely relate to what you're talking about because it was i had to i can admit to it now in hindsight i had to learn and i thank him like we're still friends but i thank him to this day because he had to teach me how to be a woman and how to be a submissive woman in a relationship i never had a problem with the cooking and the cleaning and all of that because i was raised where there were roles 
in the relationship. My problem was I felt like if I inserted myself or was just insertive and took over everything and handled everything, you know what I'm saying? He used to be like, no, baby, I got this. Like, what you doing? You know what I'm saying? So, did, so lovey, you had to teach Snooks that. I didn't have to teach it to her. It was something that see, people have the false sense that when you get into a relationship, that you have to learn how to, like you said, he had to teach me how to do There's he a lot of things that, that you have to learn. Well, see, <laughs> we're of the mindset that not, I mean, yes, granted, there are some things you have to learn, but there's some things you have to unlearn. Let me take, yeah, that, forget let, about, that's what I said. Let me correct that. And I'm not going to interrupt you no more, but you're right. It wasn't necessary learning because I felt like I trusted him so much. It was easy for me to submit to where the communication was good. But it took me a while. Yeah, it. I don't want to say learn, but it. Yeah, I guess I learned because it took me a while. So if I can interject, um, Snook say he can't say feel- she. <laughs> For real, she. She. But she was talking earlier. All that smack, all that yin yang about. He talks so much. No, if you got okay to your audience, you guys listen to our podcast. Lovey talks way more than me. So now, uh, go you on, know, girl. Thank you. Anyway, okay. come on. So I feel like, um, kind of like to his point and even to your point I was raised by a single mother also and my mother um she was married um to my father but they divorced when I was young but she instilled in me you take care of yourself do not depend on nobody you know you have your own money you have your own this blah 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 that because you never want to be placed in a position where you have to depend on someone and they let you down so I had a job. I always, I had always worked. I had my own place, whatever. And so I came into, that's how I came into our relationship. And it wasn't even, you know, cause I know women that come into relationships like that, but I was more like, bro, what you talking about? Like not back up, but kind of back up. No, she me. was like back up. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. You know, I didn't mean it in a way of, uh, I wasn't trying to, what is it called? Demasculine? Emas- Demasculate. Emasculate. Yeah, Emasculate. I wasn't trying to emasculate him. I was just being me. I was right. doing what I was raised to do. I wasn't raised to be a mo- a wife. I wasn't raised by a wife. I was raised by a single woman who instilled in me from a long time ago, you know, this is what it means to take care of yourself. You have your own blah, blah, blah. So that's kind of the attitude that I brought into our marriage. And that was a problem. That's work. That's work. So, Lovey, that's work right oh, there. Oh, it's work. Period. <laughs> Look, you fall in love with a boss, you're going to get a boss, right? Yeah, period. And you have to, not you have but, to adjust, but I, I tell people, like, even for us, like, it's not an adjustment. I think it's more of a molding into because you guys mold into each other. And mm-hmm. then, you know, you get to the point to where you completely accept her. just like, oh, that's just how she is. But when you feel like you need to insert your manhood and your masculinity, you do. But see, and that, and that, yes, I think that's where does. the challenge comes because I've always, I've, <laughs> I've always been comfortable in my masculinity. I, I, I don't, I'm not homophobic. I'm not, cause I know me, I know who I am and what I'm about. And so if if you allow other people to make you feel some kind of way about yourself, that's a problem. Definitely. And so she couldn't be the way that she was didn't change how I viewed myself. I just recognized that. Okay. Well, we both got some learning to do and some unlearning to do. So right. like crazy. When we talk about married in a crazy, crazy stands for compassionate, real, accountable, zealous, and yielding. 
we had to learn, both of us had to learn that yielding part that, you know, when it comes to yielding, it's not that you don't get to your destination where you're trying to get. It's just that sometimes you got to let the traffic as it's flowing, continue to go. You pause for a second, you get in, you, you work your way into the traffic and you keep on moving. So you right. get to get where you want to. It's just that sometimes you just have to massage how you're going to get there. Well, right. we had to learn how to do that in our relationship. Mm -hmm. yeah. And even when it comes to the male and female energies, you, you can still be a female. You can still be a male. You just got to recognize that the other person, you know, they were built to do something as well. And you just got to find out how to do it together. People think I'm crazy when I say it's roles in a relationship. Like it's definitely roles in a relationship, mm -hmm. but people, when you tell people it's roles in a relationship or you speak about being submissive, they feel like that's giving up control, but it's not giving up control to me is more of a molding. We're molding into each other mm -hmm. because when you submissive, it's just like you guys, technically people don't talk about the man being submissive because they don't right. equate that with masculine energy. But right. the truth of the matter is it does not demasculate a man to be submissive to his woman is the right. molding of the two energies mm -hmm. and the two personalities. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? To, to, right. That's the navigation part of it that makes right. it work. See, you saying yielding, and, and I like the analogy that you use because you said you get in where you fit in and see, same thing I'm saying is molding, That's you know, truth. and you mold it in the way to where the pieces fit together, just perfect. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. and if it's not perfect, hell, y'all might have to round that edge off or something. <laughs> Come on. You, just have, you just have to find a healthy way to do it because mm -hmm. this and this, that's on my list to ask you guys okay so i always felt like that having disagreements is healthy it's the way that you resolve them which can make them healthy or unhealthy or toxic or or healthy do y'all agree with that yeah, you see, I'm nodding my head. Yes, you know. Yeah, I know, we, but my people can't see it. <laughs> so one thing that even in our coaching, when we're talking to different couples, uh, one thing that we talk about are uh, challenges and issues are perpetual. You have some that are going to continue to come, come, come over and over. You're going to have the same conversation, but it's not in the way that it's not that having them is a problem. It's how you deal with them. It's how you react to them. It's your response to the other person, you know. Is it a so, resolve, though? Because, see, me, I'm not going to keep talking about the same thing. Now, we didn't already talked about this. Now, sometimes <laughs> some things you are, you will resolve, but some things you may not resolve. You know, we haven't resolved yet about Lovey hanging his clothes up. I mean, so, you know, it's, <laughs> it's a work in progress. Love it, it is a work in progress. Yeah. You don't want to hang best. your clothes up. Who who supposed but, to you know, but we, we do you think that's that... her role to hang your clothes up? <laughs> no, he's just okay with them just being where they are. Snoop. So Snoop, Snoop. Don't take that's up why, for him. That's why See, God... I could tell y'all been together all these years because you making excuses and you justifying. I I ask Oh Lovey. no, I'm not justifying. I, I ask Lovey. You. Do he feel like he's okay to not hang his clothes up? Look, like I At tell times? my like I tell my children, that's a yes or no answer. Look, I believe in the gray area. It's not just black and white. There's some gray. Sometimes that's why God created an iron. He he God birthed an iron specifically Whatever. for them clothes that I leave around. That's funny. But, but you know what Snooks was talking about? See, conflict is inevitable, Correct. but combat is optional. is optional. Yes. And you don't have to combat over everything. Talk about it. Let's talk yeah. about that. Because I always say it's part of healthy communication. 
but I never use the word compact, combat. I always say that is a healthy way and an unhealthy way to, to resolve a problem. So to the road of resolution, we can go around the block and up the hill and around the corner and down the hill and around. Okay. 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 Guys, don't get upset, but I have to actually stop right here and we're going to do a part two. The conversation was so good. I just could not edit any of this shit. Like it was just so good. So um, this is going to be part one and stay tuned for part two. Smooches. Thank you for tuning in to Closed Door Conversations podcast, a place where no topic is off limits. No filters will be applied and no judgment will be allowed. Yes, this is the end of the show, but it's definitely not the end of the conversation. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook. To get even more involved and more exclusive content, join our Patreon community. The conversation continues. Till next time.